Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tittlecast. Tittlecast. How are you? It is March 11th. March 11th. 2022. This is episode, or season two, episode four or three? Episode, okay, yeah, this is episode four of season two or number 14. Yeah. Yeah. We are doing the wake and bake. Yeah, this is the wake and bake, and uh, and we we just did the Patreon. We were talking about, uh, well, we we talked about uh, we we did some some uh, product reviews, and then we started talking about this episode, which is going to be about exorcism. Exorcism. This is the exorcism video episode. Wake and bake. Wake and bake exorcisms. Hey, dude. Yeah. A wake and bake could function as a sort of like, you know. I think I said exorcism. that. I think I already said that. Did you? When did you say that? Look at the group text, my boy. Oh shit! Wake and bake exorcism part one, baby. Wake and bake exorcism, damn. Let me kill but, uh, Let me bring us I'm Raymond. I'm Raymond. This is Joel, and we here. It's eight thirty-eight a.m. Yes probably the earliest we just had a power outage too like i didn't you no, did yeah i did i did <laughs> luckily my phone kept on recording we got a lot of it on uh dude it was weird it was like i was there because like everything went dark but you were still like it was it was weird yeah you did you see my hand i was like wait for me wait for yeah, me yeah you're like wait and i was just kind of like okay so, yeah so like i was just uh churning a little bit too much power i think i got a rolling or, or like you know, like the the circuit breaker popped off, so I had to run out into the back, switch the breakers there, run <laughs> back in the house, and then switch the breakers in the garage, and then come over here. And I was like, okay, good, the lights. That are was on. all in less than two minutes. That was fast. Yeah, dude. I maybe was, maybe even a minute. I was running. Um, <laughs> so, uh, fucking exorcism, dude. So tell me about your research. Okay, so. My favorite horror movie, well, yeah, I would say one of my top three, I'll say top three favorite horror movies is The Exorcist. I fucking love that movie. Right. It's it's always been like one that my dad and I bonded on when I was younger. Um, a movie that my mom said she didn't like because it was too evil because it it like reigned true with, you know, Christianity. Wasn't, wasn't and, it based on a true story? I mean, it was I like mean, it, it occurred like decades before, but I mean, the, like, yeah, it was based on on alleged, you know, facts I like, and reports. I like, yeah, I like to say those types of movies from what I've seen and like hearing William Friedkin talk about the movie. And there's even a documentary <clears throat> that he put out or that he's in, like discussing like all the crazy things that happen surrounding the movie. It yeah. is loosely based on a few true stories, like mm-hmm. a few things that happened, and even. Um, if you watch like the conjuring uh-huh the the married couple in those movies those are based on real people yeah that were doing kind of that hokey pokey not hokey pokey they but, were like, like uh collecting haunted items and shit right well they're also helping like do i don't know if you'd call it an exorcism but like house yeah house cleansings and stuff like that house cleansings exorcisms they were like talking to the dead like those types of things yeah, and there dude, is shit you pick up at like the corner boy they got dude <laughs> <laughs> but no, but apparently they were like 
almost defrauded and like there have they had a few lawsuits and i think i think the man's been dead for a while and the lady might have died in the past like 10 years <clears throat> but anyways for the exorcist ed, ed like, and Lor- or lorraine and ed something, something. was it a real yeah, name some, yeah yeah it was lorraine and but, ed though they look nothing like the actors. The actors are like, you know, white, sexy, you know, sexy good looking. And the, yeah. the real people are like beer belly, no hair, fucking face moles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with face moles. Hey, I think they, I have. They, 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 they went out in history as, uh, as those actors. Uh, Just like uh, Selena went down in history as Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Man, I remember people got so mad. They're like, "Oh, I can't believe they got somebody who's Puerto Rican to play Mexican." Yes, and I was just dude. like, "My God, yeah. like, who gives a fuck?" Did I ever tell you I was gonna be? I wa- I wasn't, but I was gonna be an extra in Selena. Everybody was. Really? Everybody, really? Yeah, dude. Everybody was out. Everybody has that bullshit story. Like, oh, I was at the. I was at a wherever they filmed the rodeo. Or, Wait, what why was, was it? it bullshit? Uh, why was it bullshit? On the Riverwalk, they're like, oh, I was in the Riverwalk scene in the background. Like everybody said that shit. It's funny. Yeah. Like well, whenever no, I was. The, the, I got a check though. I got a check. Oh, for real? Yeah. You so you really were gonna be an extra? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Was it like a jury duty thing where they're going to pay you like $9 a day or something? So so one of the scenes, like the scene where Edward James almost is like, uh, I don't know, uh, talking to them about something about the, the business, a business decision with the family or something like that. And he comes out uh, of the house that that house was near a bar that my dad would always go to. And so, and so my dad, like, met Edward James almost. And then, yeah, and so, like, they were talking, and he invited him over, like, to drink at the bar after, like, they shot their scene or whatever, to which Edward James almost politely uh, declined. Uh, Or I, or he, he said he would, he would consider it, but he wasn't sure, something like that, right? So, so they, they saw me, and they, they picked me up. And they were like, hey, um, uh, why, uh, why don't you, like, we, we don't have enough white people in <laughs> the scenes, right? And we need, like, a white extra. And How old were you? Like, eight or something. Oh, shit. Eight or nine. And so they took me into a trailer, and they dressed me up in period clothing, right? Which what to, the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah, dude, it was weird. And so, because, like... My older brother didn't wear those clothes. You know what I mean? I was a little yeah. bit older than my older brother. So I was like, damn. So they, they dressed me up in period clothes. And I was like waiting on the side, watching them like run through a scene. They were going to tell me to go. And then they never told me to go. And then the day, the day was over. Oh, but they still like paid you to dress you up in like because, fucking 80s clothes? Because they, because they held me for like three hours. Yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, that's fucking sweet. Even though you didn't like <clears throat> technically you weren't in the movie, but you're almost in the movie. Yeah, dude, I'm on the payroll. <laughs> I'm on the hey, payroll, baby. My boy, did you get to keep the clothes? No, no, they took the <laughs> the clothes. And then I kept the check for years. Cause it was only oh, like no shit. it was only like, I don't know, like twenty bucks or whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna frame it or something, right? Cause yeah. it cause it had the Selena logo. Oh, you didn't. On the you check. fucking cashed it. I no, no, dude, I lost it. 
Oh man, that I, sucks. I, I, I probably went out with like a batch of old papers. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I lost in a storage unit? Oh my god. You remember that movie, The Watchmen? Mm, no. Okay. Well, I, did they remake okay, did, it recently? Because I've seen something like that on Netflix. No. Well, there's like a, a show now on Netflix. But That's anyways, it. there's this guy named Jackie Earl Haley. And okay. um, he's he was in like old movies in the 70s in this movie Breaking Away. He was also in. Um, did you see the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? It wasn't a it while wasn't, ago. It, was, it was a while ago. It wasn't, it wasn't that great. It wasn't. It wasn't very good, but the guy mm-hmm. who plays like Freddy Krueger, that's Jackie Earl Haley. Okay. So I had this, okay. um, he was friends with this guy. My dad, um, used to go to his comic book store all the time when I was like in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. And this is whenever the Watchmen came out and he was also in Lincoln, that, um, Steven Spielberg movie about with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Daniel. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've liked him since I was a kid and he was also in the bad news bears, the old one. He was the the punk kid yeah, on the okay. motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So that's okay. Jackie Earl Haley. Okay. So he's he's you know based out of Hollywood, but he does a lot. He has like a production company here in San Antonio, and he does oh, a lot of commercials shit. and like local stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's friends with this comic book store guy. So whatever, blah blah blah. He signed my Breaking Away poster for me, and I had it framed, and I I fucking love that thing. And it was in the storage unit, and I ended up losing the storage unit, so I lost that. Damn. And I lost. Dude, I love that fucking poster. I, was there a lot of sweet shit in that unit? I lost probably 2,000 movies, VHS, and DVDs. I lost a DVD rack that a, a friend of mine that I used to work with, this old man, Mike. Damn, that's it was hurt. one. It was one that, like, turned around. It was like, huge. It was heavy. But you, know, uh, but you know what? You never given up on that shit. You never gave up. You just never Dude, gave up. I, like, I have literally sold, I've, I've had up to like five, four, well, not five, but probably like a low twos, high three thousands of DVDs and VHS at some point. And I've had to sell them. I've had to buy them back. I've pawned them, you know, that's, just over the years. That's about my return on my vinyl collection right now, dude. About 3K. Oh, man. 3K is the medium. Yeah. I think it's like two to five or something like that. But like. Yeah, dude, like vinyls are such an investment. You're never going to get rid of them, you know, all at once unless you find some collector and he's like, all right, I'll pay the $5,000, you know. Vinyl is another thing that you cannot be an apartment jumper. Like, that's why, like, my cousin Ricardo, he, shout out Ricardo, he's going to listen to this. And I was, yeah. So I got his dad's collection years and years ago. And I moved so much from apartment to apartment to apartment, and I finally just ended up selling them to this guy that yeah. I worked with. And he, they went to a good home. He was a good vinyl. He was a big vinyl collector, and we were always talking about music. And I ended up selling them to him, but it wasn't it wasn't because like I was mad at Ricardo or anything like that. It was because I was tired of moving them because dude it was yeah. a lot of vinyl and it's dude especially sticking at the time i had a, like a ford focus so imagine making three or four trips with vine just vinyl it's like fuck man you gotta make sure you don't, you don't have any fucking ERCOT power outages in the summer oh, with uh God. with fucking with with vinyl in the house you know what i mean and then oh, yeah dude just keeping it clean keeping it cataloged and organized and yeah yeah but That's definitely something I should have gotten into as an older person, not like in my late teens and early twenties type of deal. Yeah. But anyways, Exorcist. We're, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going off on tangents. 
so what got me into it was mm-hmm. just seeing the movie when I was younger and then just keeping up with that movie and just kind of, you know, growing up kind of in the church and all that stuff made me more interested in kind of like the dark even, side of things. Even though a you bit. weren't Catholic, you recognized it as a, as Christianity. Well, to me, Catholicism is Christianity. Sure. Because it's they they pray different. They ask for forgiveness different, but they believe like Jesus died for, on the cross for them. And yeah, to me, that's this, to me, that's, this, that's like Christianity, but I mean, yes, it is different, but it's kind of the same. It's all, it's all like Christian Jesus centered. So, yeah. but going to the Christian church, definitely people would talk about exorcisms all the time. Not all the time, but you know, my grandma casted demons out of me when I was a kid. Like <laughs> my grandma who's living at my mom's house right now. Yeah, so that don't that kind of thing. Non, don't non Catholic Christians have a have a name for that? Um something with an R. I don't know. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. If they do, I d I don't know. Maybe I have a demon. I don't know. But so so your grandma cast demons out of you? Just when I was like, you know, when I was I think a couple times I was probably like 11 or 12 a little older but still a young guy but I remember being like a little kid and her like getting mad and like behave don't act this way and she would like get out of me get out of him Satan saying stuff like that and like putting her hand on my head and doing the whole thing I was like Whoa, no what are you doing? That, to, to, the, to the question at the heart of the matter did you feel the demons were inside you I don't feel like at the time, did you feel like no, you had no? So I felt was, like I felt like my grandma just didn't have patience for me. <laughs> I was a very rambunctious kid. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm working on my patience with my son very, very much so lately because he's like, you know, he's a boy, he's a boy. man. He's yeah. he's gonna be four. He's fucking running around the house, throwing things and acting insane and jumping and wanting to wrestle and then we wrestle and then I think I break his arm and he's fine like that was very specific but yeah, yeah dude but you know what like he'll 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 get easier you know what I mean he'll get easier Will he though you get I mean ideally right I mean you're I mean, you're not behaving the way you behaved when you were 10 well yeah and he's getting easier. If I think about it, it doesn't seem like it, but it is because I'm not having to wake up every hour and a half to see if he's hungry to make sure he's breathing like when he was first born. But I think you know? I think the 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 commonly repeated like thing about girls being easy in the beginning and then and and being harder towards the end and then the opposite being true with boys. So yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like, because yeah. it feels like I've had, like, a long ride of no problems at all. You know what I mean? With yeah. The one. But, you know, she's, like, starting to, like, have a little bit of drama with friends at school. And it's like, oh. you know what I mean? So, like, I see the, the darkness creeping in. She's not, you know, she's not a little baby anymore, dude. So. Dude, we're, we're all, all of us, as teenagers, we were all, like... I mean, you're going through puberty, your body's changing. Like yeah. to, for me, that was the time I started being coming attracted to other, you know, people. And I was just kind of like, Oh shit, like this is so weird. And then, you know, the whole, 
shaping and molding. It's like, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. I can't even imagine being a teenager now with the internet and all that shit. Fuck no, dude. <clears throat> yeah, man. It's got to be a scary thing. Like, but they probably don't even realize it's scary. Maybe it's fucking just scary to us because, like, fuck. Like, imagine growing up like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm so, I'm so. I'm so bad about keeping up with the news and I I used to get on Facebook and Instagram a lot. Now I'm just on my my side VHS uh Instagram because there's no news on there. Yeah. It's just people posting tapes, people talking about movies, giving reviews, putting up That's stupid good. memes, yeah. you know. That's a good shit. I don't need yeah, but I mean I do throw on NPR and I do check my well, my news I mean, on my phone. You know, but kids, like you said, are dealing with like all the fucking weirdness that comes out of social media. But then on on top of that, like, you know, all the shits going on with the Ukraine. And you know, if you're if you're teaching your your teenager or your kid about like politics at home and shit like that, um, <clears throat> you know, yeah. Are you are you are you like politically open to yeah, your daughter? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Like, I push the balance doctrine. I push the truth doctrine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't try to convince her to be a Republican or a Democrat. I just tell her to look for good and for truth and, you know, try to make the best judgment without question everything. Right. Without letting anybody influence your thought. And so that's that's, funny. That takes experience, man. Well, I mean, I think just being raised like in the church and like, a pretty pretty conservative my dad he's very conservative but my parents were also very like they were kind of strict when we were younger mm-hmm. but the older we got they kind of like were letting us kind of make our own choices like at a certain age they were like you don't have to go to church we would like you to but we're not forcing you yeah and you know my dad was always when it comes to politics when we were younger my dad was always more you know on the right but mm-hmm. Also, he would kind of dialogue. He'll dialogue, too. It would turn into arguing, but he would try, like, well, no, let's let's just talk about it. Like, why do you think this is wrong? Yeah. And why do you, why do you, you know, just kind of, like, going back and forth, just discussing. But he's never once, like, cast me out of his house or, like, told me he can't help me because I'm a liberal or anything. Like, my dad's very accepting. Yeah. Like, he's definitely not, I wouldn't say stuck. He definitely has his own point of view, but he's never... I've never heard my dad say like racial slurs. I've never heard my dad, you know, bash anybody. I've heard him bash presidents, but that had nothing to do with race. It had to do with him not agreeing with certain things, you know. But yeah, no, like I th- I don't know how we're gonna raise him when it comes to that because with yeah. with, with 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 your with your dad, he sounds like you know one of those salt of the earth people. Like there's uh, he's a Texan. He's a Texan for sure. But, but like, like, you know, you you get that vibe when you're around somebody like those, like proud boy wannabes that you were around, you know, you get that vibe where there's obvious hate, like directed towards you. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's terrible for like your stress and your health, dude. I I, I can't be around it. I worked in that environment for decades, like, well, decades, like almost two decades, but I, I hate being around that type of shit, dude. Like. I mean, I work at Whole Foods. <laughs> like, I work at Whole Foods. People are like so chill, chill and cool. Yeah. Very, and it's very, very California, like idealistic. Dude. Yeah, like, but yeah, my, my point is that like your like your 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 dad is not one of those people. In other words, like I'll, I'll come across people from like opposing 
viewpoints or whatever. But you know what? You like that person. Like my my work wife, she's she's all about Trump, right? Which oh what? Yeah, yeah she's like she likes Trump, right? When we talk about that, we're like we'll we'll get into arguments, right? But we're I guess both perceptive enough to know that there's no need or desire on either end to have that conversation now right because so, you're adults yeah there's no changing there's no changing your doctrine or your, right. your state and, of mind and yeah. it's unspoken right and yeah. so now we're just fucking talking about shit that makes us both laugh and work that's it yeah you know what i mean like that's what i think is wrong with our generation yeah our generation I'm not talking about the generation after us or the one after that one. I'm talking about ours. Our generation is very accepting, yeah. but they're not. They're very judgmental too. They're very like not coexisting. They're not yeah. like the bumper sticker on their car, on their every, fucking Prius. Every it's like everybody wants to fucking operate as like a like in the warrior class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like dude, like your vote is how this works. Not only that, I just and also I just think it's fucking silly to to get into like long debates and arguments with people because yeah. you're not going to change anybody's mind. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like you're going to watch Fox News. I'm going to watch MSNBC. I'm going to see what Rachel Maddow has to say sometimes, you know, <laughs> I'm going to lock myself in the bunker for a month and not think about it. Oh, man. <laughs> raise kids. I just, I'm going to raise some kids and drop dude. some kids off. But honestly, like, I'm I'm probably going to, we're, you know, we're not, I don't think I'm going to necessarily raise our son to, like, like you said, be a Republican or a Democrat. I'm just going to raise him to be a good person, to be conscious, to be accepting of everybody and everything, you know, just to kind of don't hurt, don't hurt anybody, don't hurt yourself type of situation. But yeah, man, yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy. Anyway, there's another tangent. So. I mean, I what got you into what got you in? So you told me that you wanted to become like a priest slash somebody who does, you know, exorcisms. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Like, I, I mean, going to church and then like seeing like the it's almost like a temple Catholic churches, you know, like they have like mm -hmm. that temple vibe. And so it felt very like I recognized that there was something on a spiritual level going on early. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, I think that the, it, that it moved me in that direction. And I started thinking about shit like that very early on, like the spiritual technology side of it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like connecting with God, communicating with God, listening, trying to, trying to listen. You know what I mean? Trying to, trying to research to see what constitutes as listening for a response in prayer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just, just just getting deep into the whole spirituality of it. And so like being a, an agent of an organization like that seemed awesome to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, and then when I found out that you could fight the devil, you know what I mean? I was like, oh shit, dude, that's the job. Right. And then, so like for yeah. years I fantasized about being an exorcist. Yeah. And then, I, and then I, and I need I, a hero. Somebody told me about the vow of celibacy super late. I didn't know for years oh, that, yeah, or I didn't, it didn't come up in my research. Right. So I was like, oh shit. Cause this was the eighties. You know what I mean? You couldn't just yeah. read random shit. 
so I was like, fuck, you know, like, I guess, I guess I'm not going to do it because by that time I started getting interested in chicks, you know what I mean? So I was like, <laughs> like yeah, dude. So boy chasing, chasing trim, huh? <clears throat> yeah. Early, early. Uh, so, so we were talking about the movie and the Patreon. Basically, we kind of went off of that actor's name. What was that actor's name? That was in uh, oh. Friday, uh, Friday Thirteenth. Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tied into what was it, The Conjuring or The Exorcist? No, I was just talking about him because you were talking about how you lost uh, that check, and I was like, Oh, oh you yeah. know what I lost? Yeah, oh, had, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. But um, no, I, no, the actor. I'm just backtracking. So, so I remember going through Exorcist. that too, watching The Exorcist as a kid. And it was like it was terrifying. It was fucking terrifying, oh, yeah, to dude. Me. But the Jason Miller, who plays Father Damien Carras, uh, Father Damien is uh, the actor's name is uh, Jason Miller, who does resemble that old timey exorcist. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's the actor that we were texting about. Speaking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That was it. He played Father Karras. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looked like that painting. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, man. But um I so I I looked up some shit mainly regarding one of the priests that the exorcist was based off of. So they I think they modeled both Father Marin and Father Karis in different ways off of a real exorcist in the catholic church named uh father malachi martin right and he that's the one yeah he came out several times on the art bell show and uh what's up oh i was saying oh wow i didn't know that that's right yeah like like 10 times they became friends they became tight and i was watching that movie on uh on youtube it's a youtube original called um what was it called Oh, the documentary you sent me? Yeah. It was uh, something called, with the devil. Uh, it's Hunted called, by the devil or... No, Hostage to the Devil. Hostage to the Devil, right? So this is a documentary about Father Malachi Martin's life. And when they're going through all the different interviews of the people that knew him and worked with him, Art Bell was one of them. He was like, yeah, we became friends. Like, good friends. Dude. And you listen to their conversations, dude. It's good shit, man. It is. I need to watch that one. <clears throat> it's good shit, but he's so so during some of these interviews because I listened to a bunch of them. Uh, he talks about uh, something called Huntington's Korea, and it's Korea spelled C H O R E A or something like that, which is similar to like schizophrenia and multiple pers- multiple personality disorder as in these are the things that would trigger uh, somebody to suspect exorcism but it's treatable psychologically mm-hmm. right and okay. psych- psychiatrically but there are things according to Father Malachi Martin that will uh, distinguish the behavior from any of those things right and okay. and uh, and so he goes through a few of them it's like one like um trying to trick the person into receiving either holy water or tap water and making them think that it's one or the other. 
you know what I mean, to psych them out to see if like the response is in line with a genuine exorcism. In other words, they're only going to freak out if it's like holy water. And that comes out yeah. in the exorcism, right? Yeah. So, so Father Malachi Martin is talking about it, but we see these things in the exorcism, which speaks volumes about the research that they did to make the exorcism, right? Because they had to go you. find this shit out. So I just thought it was pretty crazy. But um, with reference to some of the other shit that he talked about, let me see. He talked about, uh, oh, dude, he talked about something called like a regular possession versus the perfectly possessed. Whoa. Yeah. And so speak on it. Yeah. So the perfectly possessed is a reference to somebody who has been uh, possessed by a demon that is <clears throat> kind of like a CPU. In other words, demons have functions, right? So okay. you might get a very low level demon and its only job is to like scream and be hungry. Right. And so that's, okay. you know, something that you might see in an exorcism. Right. They're just looking for like some escape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, by possessing the, the person. Right. But uh, a high level demon, somebody like, say, Lucifer, you know, or Satan or whatever, somebody with intelligence, you know what I mean? That operates at a high level would possess a person like this and they would be uh, functional members of society. So fuck. They so be, there's that. Wow. Which is spooky because that that that's that, like in the movies, bro. Yeah. So that so so that's spooky because what if there's a bunch of people like this, right? They're just walking around. How many demons are we walking amongst? You know what I mean? Without even knowing it. That's are a, they that's good a members idea. of society? Yeah, functional <laughs> members of society who like to go home and like do freaky shit. Yeah, they like pay their taxes. They're they're great at their fucking nine to fiver, and then they get home and they're like, just like eating flesh or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's getting chilly in here, dude. Like I don't have a heater in here. I'm like it's fucking hot in my house. I set it to like seventy two or seventy three. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I mean, you know how the, the garage is like separate. Yeah. From the house. It's not. It's I like that shit. Yeah. But yeah, dude. And so he goes on talking about the perfectly possessed. And he says a lot of these people come from old American families, right? Like people that came over in the Mayflower, people that oh shit established industry here, or the forefathers or the people that established industry here, you know, that kind of shit, yeah. right? And so this is how, like, that's passed on. Like, in other words, like, as the person ages, he promises the demon within him his child so as he dies he goes into the child or the grandchild or something like that yeah and he was saying that like the just the percentage of of exorcisms that have been performed have like increased exponentially over the years and then i was seeing a vice uh uh interview with the current exorcist i think his name was i have it here somewhere uh, Father Vince something. He came out on the on on the Vice um, thing, the documentary mm-hmm. or the whatever their little ten minute segment probably. Yeah, yeah. And so they asked him, and he said the same thing that it's gone up since Father Malachi said that. Wow. So apparently, there's more and more exorcisms going on. There's fifty exorcists stationed in the United States alone by the Catholic Church. 
So this is still going on. This isn't like an old timey thing. We just probably don't hear <clears throat> yeah, about it being, as much unless, unless somebody dies. If somebody dies, then we're going to hear about it because the media loves that shit. The media yeah. loves death. Which, which is a perfect way, if you're thinking in military terms, to advance upon your enemy. Right? True. Like, uh, like basically taking him over <coughs> before he even realizes it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just fucking brain jerking my brain off a little bit, but yeah. No, nah, you're good. But man, I, I think about that shit all the time. Like, do you remember that movie? Uh, what was it called? Denzel was in it. Um, I think it's called Fallen. Mm-hmm. Where the demon goes from per- every time you, somebody who has the demon in them touches somebody, it goes to the next person, and yeah. the next person. I just remember seeing that movie. I was just like, "Fuck!" Was it called Fallen? Man, there's so many good like demon yeah, that, possession movies. That's kind of like uh, there's a scene like that in uh, uh, fucking Constantine, where like the little Dude. demon swoops down on on what yes. yeah. Constantine's a good movie. I liked it. I, a Perfect Circle did a lot of that soundtrack. I want to see the, uh, I want to watch or read the, it's based, the, the Constantine is based on uh hellblazer. It's a graphic novel, yeah. comic book. Mm-hmm. I want to see, there's like a couple of short lived TV series that goes more into his character and, mm-hmm. and all that. I believe he was on like a daredevil mm-hmm. comic book or something too. But man, I, I want to find the name of that Denzel movie. Yeah. It's called fallen fallen. Man, so good. John Goodman's he, in that he, motherfucker he, too. He, he did something similar a while back, or maybe it was um, I can't remember which actor did it. Where they, he was like, uh, "Oh, Job, Job, the Book of Job." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like defending the book. You know, the Book of mean? Eli, the Book of Eli. Oh, the Book of Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That was like that was a cool movie. I think the <clears throat> uh, the Hughes the Hughes brothers they did Medicine Society and From Hell with Johnny Depp. Um, I think they did that movie, and that movie is pretty much like in the end of days, apocalyptic future. Why are, and why think, are religious zealots so fascinating, dude? I don't know, but I think what I got from the movie, it wasn't that it was the Bible. It was the fact that they were trying to, like, destroy, like, the last copy of it type of deal. Mm-hmm. But, man, that was a good one, too. What, have you ever read actual fucking creepy texts like that, like the Book of Thomas? From the Gnostic no. Bible, the Agnostic Bible, uh, Gnostic. Oh, the Gnostic Bible. No, uh, I have not. No. So, yeah, like so. Back in the '60s, they found a bunch of scrolls that were apparently supposed to be in the Bible but weren't, and uh, in I don't and I don't know how they came to that conclusion, right? Because like the there was some some council in the Catholic Church in the 1600s that that decided what books were going to go in the Bible and what weren't. But but these were found later, and they were in line with a lot of the ways that the the current books of the Bible got into the Bible, right? So it was, like, given a lot of credence. I think that one was called the Nag Hammadi Library. And then they found some more in the 80s or the 90s. And uh, sorry, dude, I'm tired, man. I've been working all night. We're going to close it up. But uh, no, um, let's just let's just get back into the exorcism. So what? Well, what well, was this, it? this what time, was it? Uh, real quick, this is uh, I'll finish my thought quickly. So like the 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 these scrolls like had the Gospel of Thomas in it, and the Gospel of Thomas is that one gospel that uh, the movie Stigmata is based off of, and they talk about how like we're connected to God in a spiritual way, and it's not at all like the kind of like a rigid way that the current Bible has, you know what I mean? It's more flowery mm-hmm. spiritual language. 
And that kind of ties into a lot of that shit. But you were saying about the movie. Oh, no, I was just saying in general, I was because you were saying you were tired. I was just saying like, oh, we could try to just wrap it up by just. No, nah, man, I mean, we can fi- we can finish it. Up. I'm just excusing my like fucking, I don't know, dude, my flojoness, dude, my laziness. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say my boy getting comfortable. <laughs> yeah, man. But no, like, um, I think we need to I want to watch that documentary and then we'll do a part two on The Exorcist and we won't do it so early in the morning. Not that this one wasn't good. It was For good. Sure. Yeah, it's just this month. This month is going to be crazy at work. So, but yeah, I'm 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 changing from nights to days back to nights. And now I'm going back to days. So it's like five in the morning, wake up at four in the morning type of shit for a while. So, but yeah, yeah we're going to we're going to keep trying to pump these out. Um Thank you to our patron, our one patron. Rico, Rico Suave. Rico Suave. Ave, ave. Rico Suave. But, uh, no, we're good. We'll, uh, we'll continue this one next week. Um, I think we got some, some good shit on here. Yeah, for sure, man. All right. Well, um, for Raymond and myself. Yeah. Sure. Uh, any parting thoughts? Uh, thanks for listening and for going on this journey. Yes. I, I've been seeing the numbers going up. We appreciate it. Uh, you can send questions too or what? maybe put them in the comments. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm on Instagram a lot. Uh, but, you know, you can tweet me at, at Joel Benavides and I'll get it eventually at some point. Yeah, or you can hit me up too. Um, I, I check the messages if Joel's if I notice Joel's like in the subject is talking to somebody, I'll leave it alone. But if it's like you know C or somebody else, I'll I'll check out the messages. But uh, holler holler at us, please. Thank you. Yeah, and um, yeah, hit us up on Patreon. I think we have a WordPress, um, and uh, we're on every fucking platform. So. Uh, But we'll see you guys soon. Peace.